Hey there, Ralph Garman here. Thanks so much for checking out this free edition of The Ralph Report. If you like what you hear, do me a favor. Subscribe to The Ralph Report so we can put some fun in your ears five days a week. And you can listen for as little as $3 a month. So subscribe today so you don't miss out on any of the fun. Go to patreon.com slash The Ralph Report and sign up. Welcome to The Ralph Report with Ralph Garman. Well, hello there, boys and girls. Welcome to The Ralph Report, a brand new show for a brand new day. That's right. It is Tuesday, September 26th. The year is 2023. That sounds familiar. Mm. Oh, that's right. It's Mm. the year of Larry. There's no score in the hockey game. A minute and 22 seconds left in the final days to the Burren Park. Here's Robinson dashing in. Robinson cutting in a goal. All hell, Larry Robinson. It is right to give Larry Robinson thanks and praise. <laughs> Why are you so confused? Because no one's ever given thanks and praise to Larry Robinson. He before was us. He, not true. That's true. One of the all-time sure. great NFL yeah. defensemen. A- NFL defensemen? Uh, NHL You defensemen. don't even know where he played. I do. I got NFL on the mind. <laughs> NHL. NHL. Top 100. Big sure. Bird himself. Big Bird. Uh, 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 illustrious. <laughs> Coaching his, his career best friend. <laughs> and as a player, right, with the Kings okay. and the Habs. My God, he could walk in here with his jersey on. I wouldn't know. Who I is. would know no, who he would. is. But yeah, you look at his back. Hey, Larry. No, I reckon you don't know Larry. Larry. I remember him from when he was coaching. I would watch him coach the Devils <laughs> and the Kings. You'd see him on the in the box. I'm just saying, no one's given him thanks and praise before us. Wow. Why? I, just, I think of I don't all think the Larrys of all the obscure Larrys we've touched on in the course of the year. <laughs> why are you singling out poor I don't Larry? Know. I just feel like I feel like taking out some shit on Larry. Wow. Poor Big Bird. What did he ever do to you? This is a terrible nickname. Did he stiff you at, at Mr. Hooper's he store? Might, he might have stiffed me at Hooper's store. Lying to me about his friend that it doesn't exist. It does exist. I've never seen him. Oh, bird. I've never seen Snuffleupagus. Oh, bird. Mm. It is right to give Larry Robinson thanks and praise, just like it's right for you guys to be joining us here today on The Ralph Report. The Ralph Report. There's no fucking cupboard. That's right. There's no fucking <laughs> cupboard in the Ethan <laughs> Allen story. Stop focusing on the wrong thing. I'm focusing on the details. That's My. what that's what fills the story out. My lord, furniture maker. Ethan Allen notwithstanding. Let's get to the important stuff, shall we? Come on. What? Fight, fight, fight. Five eagles fly, score a touchdown, one, two, one, two, three. There you count. And spell. Hit them low. Cheaters. Within reason. Eagles fly, on the road to victory. B-H-T-O-E-S-T-O-S. Bow down. I'm not bowing down. Bow down. I'm not bowing down. To the number one (laughs) team in the NFC East. Oh, my God. With an unblemished record of 3-0. That's awful. That's the one, two, three in that fight song. Is it? It's the number of wins we have. Hopefully all year. As we sit now atop the NFC East. You can't brag. It's still the first month. It's still the first Other teams. Let's see who's down there. Oh, I see Washington. I see Dallas. Oh, I see way down there. I see uh, the New York Giants. (laughs) The view from the top of the mountain. Don't worry. Is sweet. Someone's going to knock you off your perch. Clean and fresh. Fucking perch. Up here. Last night, the Philadelphia Eagles took care of business. And now here we go. It feels like another unbeaten string. They're not going to know. Coming. No. Like last season. We had we right. eight who, who, games. Who ended that one? No, oh, that, that was ah, a fluke. Ah. Fluke. Yeah. Fluke, I say. So, I'm uh, just saying, you don't want to go undefeated in the next week when you're playing Washington because we're the streak busters. You're not the streak busters. We knocked busters. your streak off. The year before that, we knocked Pittsburgh's streak off. Yeah. We ended the Baltimore Ravens preseason streak. Uh, after watching the Bills handle their business against eh, the Commanders. Eh. Feeling a lot better no. about. We don't want to be. We want to get the. We want to get the undefeatedness out of the way. That's just a distraction. Feeling a lot better mm-hmm. okay. about that upcoming game. Mm-hmm. 
Sure. Let's get the introductions out of the way. I'm your old podcast pal. My name's Ralph Garman. Sitting here in the Batcave with me. The rear admiral himself. Sheriff of Ghost Town, the mayor of Myrtle Beach, yes. the victim of vandalism, oh, the Yahoo of Yellowstone, the Dilf Pickle, he's Nipsey Muscle, he's... Holy God, holy God. Let's just call him Eddie Pence. Hey, everybody. <laughs> Woo! Yo, ho, Eddie. What's going on, Eddie Pence? Mm, what is happening? Mm, not much. Yeah. I've only been home a day. I know. And a half. Well, but maybe you'd take advantage. Just getting back into the swing of things. You'd, uh, I don't know. Do something memorable in your I, homecoming. I'm doing a fasting. I'm fasting. Why? Well, I'm just trying to, you know, reset everything, be a little healthier. Why? What did you do in Montana where you have Nothing. to reset? Well, no, I was fasting before I went to Montana. I'm like on my second month of this fast. Oh, my God. But it's like it's I've gotten it down to an 18-hour fast. Like I'm, I'm comfortable doing so you're 18 in, hours. you're doing intermittent fasting yeah. 18 hours at a stretch. Yeah. You give yourself a six-hour window I do. to eat something. 1.30 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. I can just... That's it. Fucking... Then you're done. shovel it all in, and I'm done. Hmm. Huh. I'm actually getting comfortable. It was rough for beginning. I started like a 12-hour, which isn't difficult at all. Cause just half the yeah, because you're sleeping most of that time. <laughs> but no. I worked my way up. I got 16. And then I was like, I got to 16. I'm like, I was got to the point where that wasn't miserable. And then I was like, I'll push it two hours. So now but I've been doing this for like a week and a half of the 18-hour fast. Why don't you just stop eating completely? I'm, I'm just what I'm working towards. Just if I can it. eliminate just food. Whatever with the food. I don't give a fuck about food. Right? If I can just eliminate the food. No one has enjoyed the act of dining less than you that do. That is true. I know how much money I would save if I could just eliminate food. Yeah. You just need to get an IV drip oh, awesome. of uh, potassium and other important some, nutrients. Some sort of food pill would be ideal no. for me. Just, just a, How about a, some sort of enema? Oh, that'd be great. Some sort of uh, high potent, but, high potency vitamin enema. Just butt chug vitamins <laughs> we would just, be we amazing. Just put a hose up your ass and turn on the spigot. All it's got to do is just take away the, the take away the hunger, give me my nutrients, and then I'll be fine. Yeah. That doesn't work for me. Because oh, I like, like to die. I could give a shit. You're not going to pass out in the middle of the show or anything, are you? No. I, I, it's like I said. I got, I'm at the 18. I'm good. Should I get some glucose tablets or something? Yeah. I'll bend over. Keep you cram them up there with it's your not thumb. not suppositories. They're tablets. They go in the other <laughs> hole. Uh, we got a hell of a show lined up for you today, kids. Because on the counter, you want to know why? Oh, Tuesdays are always just so jam-packed. I don't know why I do this to myself. Look how girthy today's show oh, that is. is. That is a... There's a lot of girth. It's like a tenth of a ream. There's a lot of girth. That we're is girthy. We're going to ream you with our girth on today's show. <laughs> because, uh, yeah, we got a hell Look of a show. You. We got uh, Tongue Twister Tuesday. Sure. TV Tunes Tuesday. Entertainment news, of course. All of your phone calls. We've got a new citizen of the week oh, to anoint. Already, so much show. My God, it's it's uh, it's a crime. It is a crime. It's a crime that you. Only we may fifteen cents a day. The it's cops a may bust into here and arrest us on on felony entertainment charges. <laughs> That's the thing, too, because we've gone too far. We have over entertained and for too little money. That's right. That's the problem. So uh, please stay with us. <laughs> In case that happens, and uh, we'll continue the show from the Hooskow. But before we get to any of that, more show, more content. Oh. As you know, all week, giving away Batman, Batman. Mask of the Phantasm. The beloved animated motion picture, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Of course, an offshoot of Batman the Animated Series from the early 1990s. Still considered by many to be the quintessential Batman movie. It is pretty goddamn good. Mm. Starring, of course, the late Kevin Conroy as Batman. You got Mark Hamill in there as the Joker. Yep. Great cast, great production value, great script. It is being re-released this time on 4K Ultra HD, now available everywhere you buy your physical media. But what if you say, oh, I'd rather watch it digitally? Well, you're in luck. All week long, we're giving away Batman, Mask of the Phantasm on digital. I am going to ask you a trivia question every day this week. You're going to send me an email with your answer to that trivia question in the subject line. I will choose two lucky Garmy members 
at random, and those folks will win that man, Mask of the Phantasm, on digital. Yesterday's trivia question was, which Smallville actor also voiced the Riddler in Batman the Animated Series? The answer to that question was John Glover, who, of course, played Lionel Luther, Lex mm, Luthor's yes. dad on Smallville, also the voice of the Riddler. Many of you guessed correctly, but I chose at random Josh Sewell and Jennifer McReynolds. You two will be receiving your codes for Batman Mask of the Phantasm on digital. Check your email boxes. I'll be sending those out to you. Here's today's trivia question, and it has to do with that piece of music I just played earlier. Sure. Who was the main music composer for Batman the Animated Series? The same composer also did the brilliant score for Batman Mask of the Phantasm. If you know that answer, put it in the subject line, send it to me, Ralph at the RalphReport.com. I will be choosing two lucky Garmy members at random, and you will be getting Batman Mask of the Phantasm on digital. So that's today's question. Who was the main composer for Batman the Animated Series and Batman Mask of the Phantasm? And try to just try to answer if you can. If you, you know, if you look it up and everything, it kind of takes all the fun out yeah, of it. Yeah, because you're... Anyone I know can, everybody wants free stuff. Anybody could Google it anybody. and then email it in. Exactly. So, yeah. so, you know... Try to honestly... Try to. Honor system. I mean, here. some people can't resist the urge. Oh, I know I couldn't. To cheat. I'd cheat all the time. I wouldn't. I'd be like, oh, I don't know that one. I'd be like, I'll, I don't know that one. Let me look it up. I'll wait for an answer that I do know. I'll look it up. And I'll enter honestly. <laughs> All right, I know it's early in the week, as Eddie Pence mentioned, but uh, I couldn't resist. I don't think we're going to get a better candidate this week okay. than the woman I've chosen for this week's Ralph Report Citizen of the Week. <laughs> this happened in Bagley Township. Bagley Township. Okay. Michigan. Michigan. It is about 240 miles northwest of Detroit, to give you some. Sounds small. Give you, it is not a big town. Sounds very small. A woman. Last week was rescued in oh. this small town. Okay. When people heard screams oh. yelling for help. Oh my gosh. At the Department of Natural Resources boat launch in Dixon Lake. Mm. That's Otsego County, Bagley Township. Okay. Screams, help me, please help me. Uh, first responders showed up on the scene and tracked the screams and calls to the woman where she was indeed trapped. The woman, Betty, okay, was inside an outhouse toilet oh, in northern Michigan. My God. She climbed in Why? to the toilet and lowered herself into the outhouse. No, shit in the woods, man. No, she didn't have to shit. What? She had dropped her Apple Watch when she was using the outhouse. You buy a new Apple Watch. And so she climbed down. Uh, <laughs> uh, Climbed out into the outhouse uh, receptacle in order to retrieve her Apple Watch. No, you don't. Lowered herself inside after dropping you, the watch. That's a loss, and you mark it up as a loss, <laughs> and, and then, you walk away from it. And then became entrapped <laughs> and embroiled, engorged, if you will, with the content. <laughs> Nope. The contents nope. of what was inside the outhouse. <sighs> she was like, you know, it's like getting caught in quicksand, Eddie. It's like getting. Getting. Imagine. Come on. Imagine like a, like a mud. <laughs> like a mud hole. Oh. Like a mud puddle. That's fucking. Just. <sighs> just. I don't know. Neck, <sighs> neck deep. How deep do you think she was, baby, when she started screaming oh. for help? Up to her chin? Could she have submerged? Stop it. Oh. Dude, why are you trying to give me a hurl? Why are you trying to give me a drone? Could, could why? She have, why? Could she have dropped down and submerged into the contents? Why? Why are you doing this? Of the outhouse? And then she had to sift through it to find her Apple oh, Watch, why, What? There was some sifting. Why? Oh. Well, I guess if you're in there... You got to go for you it, gotta right? Find it. You got to You got to make it worth your while. You already made this decision. Um, the toilet uh. was removed uh. <laughs> to expose the hole itself, and then a strap was lowered down into it that she was able to wrap around herself. Oh, they should just throw a match in there and lit the whole thing on fire. <laughs> and first responders 
uh, were able to haul the woman out. Ugh. Um, the uh, state Ugh. police released the following statement. If you lose an item in an outhouse toilet, do not attempt to venture inside the containment area. Serious injury may occur. That's all they said. Serious injury. That, uh, I think, goes without saying. I would assume. If you drop you, something in down in the outhouse you toilet. You don't climb into that outhouse toilet. That's a, it's a loss. Yeah. Consider that a loss. Yeah, you chalk that, that up. My bad. That's right. I fucked up. I lost my Apple Watch. State police did not say if the woman was injured or, more importantly, if the watch was indeed recovered. What if she didn't find the watch? <sighs> And that's just, that's the biggest failure of all time. Right? That's the that's biggest. what I was thinking. The biggest failure of all the time. The most cost for the least reward ever. You fight those guys trying to get you out until you find that watch. Yeah, I'm not coming out. You're throwing shit on them, trying to get them to back away <laughs> until you find that watch. Because that's the only thing that could remotely make it the least yeah. bit worth your no. while. I mean, even then it's not. It's but I'm not. Just saying, no, don't get me wrong. You're not, I'm not coming out of there without my Apple Watch. That's right. So, uh, again, my God, no word, but I have to admire her commitment. I have to admire her stick to <laughs> I have to admire, admire her leaping into the breach, so to speak, so, so to speak, <laughs> leaping into something. Oh, that is just an awful story. Imagine dropping down into no, the containment, containment center of an outhouse. Uh, what? You must be stirring up when oh, you make that splash. Dude, that's just fucking, when you just go down there. Oh, and what does it feel like? It's like just a sangria of shit. It's just been sitting in there, just fermenting. Just it's just shit sangria. That was my, the name of my punk band when I was in college. <laughs> shit sangria. That's all it is. We used to play it's just a bunch of stuff, just fermenting and liquid, floating and and uh, <laughs> stuff just marinating. God damn it, man. Yeah. So you can see why I figured once I read that story, Ugh. she's our winner. Can't no need to look any further. Citizen of the year. Citizen of the week. Yeah, congratulations. My madam. Lord. Wow. Ugh. I knew you'd like that one. Oh. You okay? Want some to eat? I'm on a fast. <laughs> Your blood sugar just dropped. It's so low right now. And I can't even eat. I know what's going to fix you. Mm. Twisting your tongue. That's going to oh, yeah. that's going to revive you. It's time for Tongue Twister Tuesday. Are you ready, steady, Eddie? Because there's going to be so many words you cannot say over, over, and again. So take a breath, prepare yourself the best you possibly can be for Tiddly Tongue Twister Tuesday. Hi, Ralph. Yoho, Eddie. Hola, Queen Jay. And we miss you, Steve. It's Laura, the librarian here with a tongue twister. I came across this the other day when I was looking up something on my car. All right. Rear mm -hmm. wheel right. rim. Oh, okay. Oh, That's literally words. as fast as I can say it. Three words. Good luck, guys. Thank you. Love you. Mean it. Bye. As you know, we've upped, the, uh, yeah. upped our game here. Yeah. We no longer read. All from memory. We just have to remember it and then say it three times in a row, speed being of the That's going to be difficult because I, I have trouble with R's. I, I had a speech impediment when I was a child. I remember you saying. So yes. I had to learn to say R's properly. So this but is you be did. Rough. But you I were did. trained. I did. But this you is, had your jaw reset. You I had did. your uh, this is, uh, gonna be rough speech for therapy. And now you speak like a, like a knight from the round table. That is, that is true. You have such... You have such articulation. I do. Old English. Yes. So uh, this rear. Tough. This one's going to be tough. Wheel. Rim. That's going to be tough. Of course, being the. R's uh, and W's are tough. The rim of the wheel that uh, you put on there. So I'm going to go first. <clears throat> Speed being okay. of the essence three okay. times in a row. Okay. Real wheel. <clears throat> That didn't start off well Can't at all. Can't laugh because this is going to be me. That didn't start off well. No, at it did all. not. See, I got my own head, and I just, I'm, I'm just right. I, I leaped before I looked. Well, you can't even look. Can't look. You can't look. Right. Okay. Leaping blindly, like that woman into the feces well, pit. She knew what she was doing. <laughs> okay. Rear wheel rim. Rear wheel rim. Wheel rear. Real wheel rim. Wheel. Rear wheel rim. Wheel rear. Rear wheel rim. We're real. Oh. oh, it's like Apollo Creed and Rocky Four. I gotta throw in the towel, man. You're gonna get killed. <laughs> if I don't throw in this towel, you're gonna die. 
<laughs> if I remember correctly, he did die. He did. I'm yeah. trying to save you. Yeah. He should have. The towel should have been thrown. Rear wheel rim. Rear. <laughs> rear wheel rim. Rear wheel rim. <laughs> Maybe we should write this one down. <laughs> I'm gonna write it down. I'm gonna write it down. Oh, see if that helps. I, mean, I think it's gonna. Help. I do want to see if this helps. Be... It's not possible to do it. From Fuck. Memory. That's difficult. It okay. is. It's only three words, though. You think? No. You would think. Okay. All right. Try written down. Right. See if I'm, that. I'm helps. gonna read it. <clears throat> see, see if it is it a true cheat. Okay. Rear wheel rim, rear wheel rim. Nope. <laughs> rear wheel rim. Rear... It's like your tape is slowing down. Your tape recorder's batteries are dying. Rear wheel rim. Rear wheel. <laughs> oh, come on. You can't do it, man. Throw in the towel. You're going to get killed. I don't admit defeat. Drago's going to kill you. There's no such word as quit to Tom Slick or to me. All right, here we go. Rear wheel rim, rear wheel rim, real real rim. <laughs> All right. Come on. Never mind. Never mind. Oh, dude. I'm out. Oh. I'm out. Oh. I'm going to pass it over to Eddie Pence. I'm going to try it without looking. First. All right. See if you can do it. Rear wheel rim. <laughs> real wheel rim. Real real rim. Real real rim. Why'd you let me go all the way? I should have been I was waiting to see. Well, I wasn't going to get to see what bad. happened. Real, mm. real wheel. Mm. Mm. You going to read it now? <laughs> Young Frankenstein. <laughs> rear wheel rim. Real, <laughs> you motherfucking words. God damn you. <laughs> damn you words. Damn you words. Rear wheel rim, real wheel rim, real wheel. Stop. No. Fuck, I can't. It's not possible. No, it's not possible. It's fucking it's impossible. impossible. It's a fucking impossible. Jeez. Laura, you have you have beaten us. We are we are laying we dead are, in the mat, bleeding out. We are humbled before your oh, Rocky will avenge us. Your magnificent tongue twister oh, that, that, that was... both defeated and demoralized us. <laughs> and I hope you're happy <laughs> on this tongue twister Tuesday. Tongue Rear wheel rim. 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 Rear wheel Rear I can't even say the word separately now. <laughs> no, I'm damaged. Rear rear. I'm damaged goods now. Fuck. Let's turn our attention to people who aren't damaged. The Garmy. We love it when you reach out to us, especially when you use the old Ralph Report hotline. 24 hours a day, seven days a week. It is built just for you. All you got to do is dial up that number, one 833 Then it's your turn. Share with us what's on your mind, your thoughts, your feelings, your questions, your comments. All are welcome. We'd love to hear from you. And hear from you, I do. I listen to each and every one of these voicemail messages. Then some of them catch my ear more than others. And I grab a handful and we put them here in Garmy on the line. The telephone is ringing. The Garmin's on the line. Ralph's gonna play your calls now. Let's see what's on your mind. That's gonna haunt me. Rear wheel rim. Rear wheel rim. Rear wheel rim. I, I would love to hear someone actually be able to do it. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure someone will. Someone will. They'll call in and hit the Ralph One, one of you fucks will be able to do it. Drop it in. No editing. No. Um, yeah, I love the games we play here on the Ralph Report, especially the Garmy Game Show, one of my favorite segments of the week. And I especially love how happy it makes some people. Hi, Ralph. This is Stephanie from Golita, the winner of last Friday's Garmy Game Show. I was behind on the podcast as per usual and received my prize package in the mail on Saturday. And I opened up the box and was so, so excited and yelled out, oh my gosh, I won the Garmy Game Show. And my husband was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> so it was a very welcome surprise. And my mug is now sitting proudly on my desk for everyone to go, what is that sitting on your desk? Yes. So thank you very much. Love the show. Love everything. Love the laugh. Love you. Mean it. Bye. Thank you so much. And it's your opportunity to spread the gospel of the Ralph Report. Sure. When they see that mug, they say, what the heck is that? That was a winner. What's, 
What's that handsome two-tone mug you have there emblazoned with a logo? It's my special award. And you get to say, oh, haven't you heard of the Ralph Report? All the kids are listening to it. Exactly. And then, boom. They're in. We got another listener. That's how it spreads the word. Uh, Speaking of things I'm looking forward to, we are less than a month away from our Las Vegas Garmy Meetup Super Party. (laughs) I'm still working on the title. It needs to be shorter. Yeah, Yeah. me. Uh, Samantha is going to try to make it in town. She was planning on going for another reason, and we haven't talked about this, but it's going to be a busy weekend in Vegas. Hey, Ralph. It's Samantha, Chief General from Ontario, California. We're super excited to hear about the Garmy trip to Vegas. I just wanted to give you a heads up because I was actually planning to go to Vegas that weekend already. Um, I just want to let you know, give you a heads up, that it is going to be full of sad people that is the weekend that the when we were young festival is taking place i was actually thinking that i could not afford to go and was trying to unload my ticket but now that i know that the garmin is going to be there i may just have to start an OnlyFans or something to make sure that i can afford the trip but yeah just wanted to give you a heads up gonna be a lot of Tattooed, sad people hanging around all weekend. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, love you. Mean it. Bye. Samantha, if you get that OnlyFans thing up and running, let yeah, us know. We'll push the, We'll push out the link. We'll promote it for you. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's the weekend of When We Were Young, which is sort of like the emo uh, alternative music yeah. festival. And you too also playing in Vegas. Yeah. And the Garmy, GarmyCon, the super Garmy magical show meetup party. party of palooza really need to work on that name um so a lot of stuff going on in vegas and so we gotta wait and see yeah i mean i think that's one of the reasons people are having a hard time going because flights are expensive well, and they jack all the prices up and shit and every time there's a big weekend they yeah. try to gouge the tourists for extra bucks we'll just so. stay over there and prim and then drive just over drive in yeah. drive in it's 20 minutes stay there at buffalo bills or whatever the hell that whiskey pete whiskey pete buffalo bills is that the border the border is, place is there is whiskey there? pete there's a buffalo bills I don't know if there's a Whiskey Pete's. There should be. Yeah. Anyway, we'd love to see you if you can make it, Samantha. If not, we'll certainly understand. Uh, Speaking of small businesses like Samantha's OnlyFans that we're going to be pimping out soon, we also like to help people who are independent business owners like I am here with the Ralph Report. Nathan called out looking for a little help for his boyfriend. Hey, Ralph. This is Nathan, four-star general from Springfield, Illinois. Um, I'm calling about the small business uh, promotion that you guys are doing for the Ralph Report. Um, it is for my boyfriend and partner, uh, Ross. He is the owner of a small plant and flower shop in Beardstown, Illinois. It's a very small uh, little town, but he does what I believe to be some of the best floral work I've ever seen in my life. And um, the community thinks so too. He's got a great backing. Um, so I'm asking not for like a sort of uh, monetary backing or anybody order anything. I'm just asking that everybody go to Rosebud and co flower and plant shop and just like it on Facebook and Instagram. Um, sometimes with small businesses and stuff like that, um, you know, the likes and the shares and the follows that you can get from those can really expose these small businesses to people who don't, know about them in the local area and the more likes and follows that you get can really uh increase your network so it's rosebud and co flower and plant shop and once you go there i'm sure everybody's going to see what an amazing job he does he's fantastic um and i i hope that we can get a little more uh traction on that social media um i love that you're doing this i'm a small business owner myself um and i just think this would really be a small positive thing for his little business and he would absolutely love it so thank you for doing this um i love you guys on the bye well thank you nathan very selflessly yeah very nice putting his boyfriend's business even above his own ross's ross has a uh, business called again rosebud and co short for company and it is in Beardstown, I think he said, Beardstown, yeah, Illinois. I think that's what he said. Go on Instagram, go on Facebook, find it, and you don't even have to buy anything. You just have to like it. Yeah. What could be simpler? Most of us spend our lives online anyway. Yeah. Do some good with that How time. about the algorithm? Yeah, exactly. The more you boost their profile online, yeah. the more work it'll send their way. So that's good news. 
All right, and lastly, we play upbeat music for you each and every episode. We call those our happy hits, still doing covers. I had no idea this existed until Chris called in, and I'm so happy he did. Rob Carmen, Eddie, Queen Jay, and Jackpot. This is One Star Chris in Phoenix. Uh, calling with another happy hit uh, slash cover song combo. I'm a rockabilly guy, and I'm also big into 80s music. I was born in 81, so I kind of grew up with that stuff. Uh, so I feel like this is a perfect crossover. But uh, Imelda May did a cover of Soft Cell's Tainted Love. I think it's pretty awesome. Uh, you should check it out. LMB. Imelda May. Are you familiar with Imelda May? I don't think so. I wasn't until years ago I was on a flight in Ireland. Mm-hmm. She's an Irish rockabilly star. Oh. And there was an article about her in the on in flight magazine oh yeah and i was reading i was like wow that really i would think i would probably like her music and so then i did a deep dive and now i'm a huge fan Ah. but i did not know that she did a cover of tainted love by soft cell and it's awesome so here you go today's happy hit amelda may's cover of soft cells tainted love Rockabilly Ralph would yeah. be so happy with that. <laughs> I should bust out. Does it my, make you want to bust them out? Yeah, I should get out my sleeveless T-shirt and grease up my hair. Put my cuff, neck, cuff, neckerchief on. Cuff your pants cuff legs. Cuff my jeans. Please oh, do man. this. Please do this for the Ralph Report meet and greet party-a-thon, a palooza, <laughs> sex gonna, party I'm in not, Vegas. I'm not dressing up as a rockabilly Please. band for the party. Do it. I have to go classy, No, man. you don't. Class it up. People want rockabilly, Ralph. Are you wearing your tux? Are you going to wear I your might. tux? I might dress up. going to pull your tux out of the closet? Who do you think is less likely to have a tuxedo in their closet than Eddie <laughs> Pence? I can't think of one person. I actually do have a tuxedo. But you it's don't. Not, it's not well fit. It's, I shot something a couple years ago in Atlanta, and they needed, and they bought me a tuxedo. It was at a secondhand store. Oh, gotcha. So, I, but I have, I still, they gave me the tuxedo after wow. we shot the thing. So I have a tuxedo. It just wow. doesn't fit very well. Well, then maybe that's it's, not the choice. I look like what's his face in that in the music video. The uh, he's got the big suit on. <laughs> David Byrne. Yes. Same as it ever yeah, was. Ever, that's, I look like that in the tuxedo. Yeah, it's very big. It's not a good look. No. Thanks to everybody who called in today. You too can be featured in the Garmy on the Line segment, but it can't. Literally can't happen unless you call me. Hey there, it's Ralph Garman here. I hope you're enjoying the show. And if you are, why not subscribe to The Ralph Report so you can hear it every day, Monday through Friday. For just 15 cents a day, you can be a one-star general supporter, and that will get you the show in your ear holes Monday through Friday. Of course, there are two, three, and four-star general levels as well, which gets you more bonus content and more access to me. So if you like what you're hearing, 
why not subscribe? Go to patreon.com slash the Ralph Report. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash the Ralph Report. Subscribe today so you don't miss a thing. Now it's time to take a look at the huge calendar that hangs here on the Batcave wall. The reason we have it is because every day of the calendar year has multiple holidays associated with it. And not all of them are legitimate or should be celebrated. Now, how are you to know? Well, that's where we step in and tell you about holidays and holidays. Holiday or holiday, please tell me what we celebrate, Ralph Garman. This first one's quite the conundrum. Mm. It is National Pancake Day today. Okay. Now, I know you're not a pancake no, fan. No, don't love pancakes. We're not no. even going to get into okay, that. Okay. Your, your wrongness. Prefer waffles. Oh, my God. Prefer waffles. It's not even a, an argument. It's I know. Not even, waffles win hands no, down. No, pancakes are... First of all, did you know pancake was is one of the oldest breakfast foods in history? Yeah, because a, a two-year-old could it's make it. It's being made for thousands and thousands so of so years. so easy and simple and plain. It's delicious yeah. and wonderful and everyone loves Prefer it. Prefer waffle. Here's my problem, though. Yeah. The official mm-hmm. National Pancake Day is September 26th. IHOP celebrates National Pancake Day on February 28th. Why? Exactly. That's my point. Get your shit together. Pancake people and IHOP, sit down right. at the negotiation table and hammer out some sort of deal so we can just settle on one right. date. Let's get back to work. Because I'm looking at this and it says National Pancake Day. I'm like, oh, hot damn. I can go by right. IHOP. And get my free short stack. No, you can't. No, I can't because Mm-mm. IHOP has their own individual National Pancake Day. And I don't think was that we can have two National Pancake Days. That's probably like their, when they started, right? Like that's their birthday, February 28th for IHOP or probably. something Probably. Like that. That's probably. I don't know. I, all I know is that the this one, the original the National Pancake, Pancake Day, Day, goes back to 2005. And I think that's pre-IHOP. Mm. So, I mean, whatever it takes, just just pick a day. Right. So we can all just, just live go get in free, peace. Free pancakes at IHOP? On National Pancake okay. Day. I just want to know. All right. When is it? I, well, the, today, apparently. Well, yeah, but I'm not getting free pancakes today. Well, go talk to IHOP. So I have to go celebrate some. in February and in September? Take that piece of paper you're reading off of and go to IHOP oh. and explain the situation. Someone needs to, there needs to be a reckoning, <laughs> is what I'm saying. They'll either give you free pancakes or more than likely boot you out of their establishment for being a crazy person. <laughs> I think I have a solid point. <laughs> so do I celebrate National Pancake Day today or not? I think you should. If you like pancakes, celebrate it. But I'm not getting anything for free. What? Do you have to get it free to celebrate it? It seems it's nice. Is that what? Is you that... like getting presents on Christmas? Sure. Okay, what if there was a second Christmas where they just said it's you Christmas, to buy your own presents. but you don't get shit. In That's fact, every other day of the year. <laughs> right. So this isn't really a special day for pancakes then, in my opinion. Okay, then don't celebrate it. So I'm torn. I'm going to give it a ding and a buzz. Okay. Today's also National Situational Awareness Day. Okay. Most people, especially now in the culture we live in, are not situationally aware. Yeah. They say most crime could be prevented. Well, maybe not most. A lot of crime could be prevented if people were more aware of their surroundings and the situations they were putting themselves sure. in. Sure, sure. You make yourself a bigger target if you're obviously oblivious yeah. to the situation around Beware you. Beware of the people in the room with you or in the area you're in. Just have been aw- just awareness of it. And in a world of smartphones, yeah. people have never been less aware of no. what's going on around them. Yeah. I'm talking about automobile drivers and people walking down the street and people coming out of businesses late at night and stuff. I'm always maybe hyper aware yeah. of what's going on around me to the point of paranoia i get it from my father literally my father would look around a restaurant and like scope out who he thought would might <laughs> might be trouble he's gonna take out i think he, from him raised comes. on the streets of philadelphia he got into a lot of fist fights oh, yeah. and so i think he was always looking to see all right which which guy's likely to throw a punch yeah. he would sit in restaurants with his back to the wall yeah at every table we ever sat My at. My father-in-law the same way because he was Secret Service. Yeah. So See, they he's have tra- to be. He's trained. He's trained to notice everybody and everything. To in keep his eyes open. So, so, yeah, he's like that. A little of that goes a long way. So know your situations, people. Yeah, for sure. For God's sakes. Uh, it's also National Shamu the Whale Day. Hmm. Yeah, I can't get behind SeaWorld and Shamu. No. I used to. I used to think it was cool. 
when you were a little kid. When I was a little kid. Yeah. And yeah. I actually went when I was a little kid. I was like, this is awesome. Right. They have a giant fish in a tank. And, and all the superheroes things. are water skiing. That's right. Aquaman's <laughs> there. He's probably talking to him. But uh, now that I know how they're treated yeah. and how these fish struggle and suffer in captivity, it's just... Uh, just no. so we can go there and go, ooh, look at that. Yeah, and, and they try to, yeah. to, to pawn it off by saying, we do a lot of research and we do... Uh, we have a uh, you know a, a nurturing program where we actually we, we they birthed in captivity. They do instead. a lot of good stuff, but they that do. is a really bad thing. Yes, and it it balances out the downside to somewhat some degree. But they're still poor animals suffering. Yeah, and especially the the more you know about how they live, I mean, pods of orca tend to be forty strong. Yeah. I mean, they come from large families and they teach their young on their own and they, they're a very complex social system. And so when you think of one, two, even three of them confined to small a area. tank. And those things swim thousands of miles. Yeah, it's everything is bad. So uh, I can't, I can't in all good conscience. Sorry, SeaWorld. Sorry, you're in pancake but, land. But, but what's SeaWorld going to do without <laughs> Shamu though? What are they going to do? Bring back the superheroes water skiing. Just have gold, gold, goldfish. Have a big koi pond. Hard to sell tickets for that. Oh, okay. may grow one of them giant goldfish. I'll go see that. I would too. One of them big ones. National Dumpling Day. Oh man, I love me a dumpling. Me. I know. Again, me. this is another food that Eddie uh, Pence is a big dumpling guy. But here's the thing: yeah. I don't think you've had good dumplings because mm. they can be prepared in any number of ways. Sure. It's a very flexible food. Is it? Yes. You can make savory dumplings. You can make sweet dumplings. Okay. You can use the filling is just, it dictates Whatever you want to put in how that. your dumpling is yeah. going to turn out. Okay. And sometimes you can have just regular round dumplings in soup and stuff and yeah. everything. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Not a thing for me. You ever had fried dumplings? I know you don't like the gummy consistency of dumplings. Well, fried dumplings though. is just almost like a hot, like it was a fucking, not a, like an egg roll. No, but it's not, it's not deep fried like an egg roll. You just fry it in a pan or something. You get a little crispy on the mm. outside. I don't know. I don't care. I don't really care either way. Johnny Appleseed Day. Good old Johnny Appleseed. Yeah, good old Johnny Appleseed. Traveled around, sometimes barefoot. Yeah. Just bringing people appleseeds. Nothing but that pot on his head. (laughs) Naked with a pot on his head. You uh, are buying into the old cartoon version of Johnny Appleseed. He didn't wear a pot on his head. Came from somewhere. He just wore a hat. So he lost it and had to use a pot. Maybe in a strip poker game. Maybe he got it at Ethan Allen's place in that cupboard. Maybe that's where he found the pot. Probably was hanging on a pot rack that Ethan Allen made. Traveled around these great United States, spreading the word of the apple, planting orchards. Yeah, throwing seeds everywhere. And uh, if you had a sick orchard, he would come out and help you bring it back to life. What people don't talk about is he also was spreading the word of Emanuel Swedenborg. Swedenborg? Yes, Emanuel Swedenborg was a uh, religious zealot hmm. who wrote a lot of writings about uh, religion, and Appleseed was a an acolyte. Ah, okay. okay. You say acolyte? Apostle? Apostle? No, acolyte, right? Acolyte's a follower, right? Yeah, he's an yeah. acolyte. And he would, if you paid him something for what he did, he would take that money and buy more Seeds. Swedenborg books. Oh. And then he'd be handing out Swedenborg books with the seeds. Oh, okay. So people don't talk about his evangelical side. Sure. But he was a holy roller trying as to well. Turn people. Okay. Trying to get people to join uh, Swedenborganism. Swedenborganism? Yes, that what, was the name of the What's the main tenets of Swedenborganism? It's, it's, all, it's Jesus-y stuff. Just all straight Jesus-y yeah, stuff? The evangelical it's, it's, stuff? It's, it's, a, it's a tweak or two on Jesus. Okay. Swedenborg uh, thought that Jesus came to him okay. and gave him access. So he's a fucking nut job. To all the saints, all the angels, and to hell. And he could travel at will oh, to through all the dimensions. Oh. Yes, and he would get all, gather all the information and put it in these books. So he's a fucking nut job. He was in the inside. Or a con man. He was an insider. One of the two. He was just, he had the inside scoop. Okay. And Johnny was trying to spread the word. And the seed. So spreading his seed, I bet. And it's also Love Note Day. Oh, what's more impactful than a handwritten love note to someone you care about? Okay. In a world we live in of texting and, and, voicemails voicemails and just to take pen to paper i think now has pre-written hallmark cards has more impact than ever so write a little love note to the person you care about even if it's just i love you on a piece of paper fold it up i might write one to you stuck in the stuck in their sandwich Put between my ass cheeks <laughs> i'd never find it so happy love note day, everybody. All right, you know what we do at this point? We find a food related to a holiday and we run it past Eddie Pence and we say, hey, Eddie Pence, 
Is this something you'd consider eating or hmm. maybe just sticking up your ass like a love note? <laughs> then pulling out? Ow. Here's how we ascertain. We can't trust Eddie just to tell us. So what we have to do is use this scientific device we have called the Eddie Pence jackpot, jackpot slot, machine. slot machine. You're all caught up on trying to name the party. I know. You've got your whole system. And I, I'm used to going the patent, the patented, patented Eddie, Eddie Pence jackpot slot machine. Yes. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. We pull the handle <laughs> and then the reels go round and round. And when they stop, if they match, jackpot. that indicates Eddie would indeed eat that food. If they're mismatched, <laughs> no. it's not going to go. Uh-uh. Today is national. Like an Apple Watch in an outhouse. I'm not going to go. Not going for it. <laughs> it is national. Oh, this is a good one. What? I don't think we've ever had this conversation okay. before. I'm very excited. Yeah, right. One of my favorites. National Chimichanga Day. Chimichanga Day. Chimichanga Day celebrated on September 26th. An opportunity to celebrate one of the greatest culinary accidents in history. The deep fried goodness that is the chimichanga. According to legend, it was created in 1946. It was the same year that Mexican restaurants started to become a popular concept here in the United States. And there was a woman named Monica Flynn who owned the El Charo Cafe in Tucson, Arizona. Okay. And legend has it that she was putting together a beef burrito when she accidentally flipped it into the deep fryer. Uh-oh. The first thing she did was exclaim, Chimichanga! <laughs> and thus... The culinary genius that is of the, the chimichanga. chimichanga was born. It is, you know what it is. It's basically a burrito loaded with all the fillings that you expect, the rice burrito, and the right? beans. You can make it with uh, beef or pork or steak or you know, whatever you want. Beans can be black or pinto. The rice is typically Mexican style, usually cheese in there as well, a cheddar or Monterey Jack, all wrapped up. And then you take all that goodness and you dip it in the deep fryer, and you come up with a mother-loving chimichanga. Boy, that was good stuff there. Now, now do I have a I say? tend not to eat the chimichangas anymore because I'm trying to stay away from fried Oh, foods. you're all healthy now. They're not good for you. Right. But back in the day, man, you that was my go-to. Put them everywhere. Just, <laughs> I would bend over for a chimichanga like nobody's business. <laughs> No, now do I get to, do I get a say oh, on what goes? Oh, we got questions Do, do I get a say Fucking... in what goes in the chimichanga? Or do I have to take what straight chimichanga ingredients you just listed? It's or do I get to say what goes in the chimichanga? It's the goddamn chimichanga. Just eat the chimichanga. How's you has you described it? Has how's how's I how's, described how's, it? How's I, how's I described it? It's beef and rice and cheese and beans and it's everything you find in a burrito fried. For God's sakes, okay. man. Okay. Okay. Let's pull that handle pull and see what happens. Here we go. One chimmy, two chimmy, three. Yeah. If I had choices of what I could put into the burrito, we'd have a different spin. But it wouldn't even be a thing. It'd be like, oh, can I have one piece of meat and, no. and I'm fine with and a cube of cheese? <laughs> it's like, well, then it's no. not really a chimichanga. No. Then, I don't is it? like beans. So if you took the beans out, I would eat it. How about the black beans? I don't like beans. Black beans, brown beans, white beans, fucking bean beans. I don't like I'm beans. Glad to know you're not racist when it no, comes to beans. No, I'm equally hateful of all beans. All beans. You gotta have beans in your burrito. It was a beef burrito. Fuck yeah. It is a beef burrito. No, it's a beef and bean burrito. No, beans automatically are part of the recipe. Not necessarily. That's not necessarily. In the in the culture, it is. No. Just saying. So no chimichanga. No, not if you gotta put beans in the fucker. Oh my god. The disappointment. Fuck beans. Beans are awful. First of all, the magical fruit. And secondly, Protein, fiber. I'm getting protein with the beef, man. I haven't eaten food. What do you care? That's true. I'm done eating. Drinking water. Trying to stop eating completely. Wait till Eddie celebrates National Water Day. Oh, dude. People are going to lose their minds. Orgasm. And that's it for today's holiday. Or holiday. All right, now time to take a look at all the entertainment news with a segment we call the Showbiz Beat. We were a little late to the story yesterday, but now it is official. They have a tentative agreement between the WGA and the producers. Yep. Still needs to be ratified by the rank and file of the union, but all lights seem to be green in terms of settling this. Hopefully. Horrible, long-lasting strike between writers and producers, and uh, show business can get back to business. With that in mind, we talked about the fact that actor Matt Walsh of Veep 
uh, bailed out of Dancing with the Stars when he found out that ordinarily they have a WGA writer on staff. He said he would not participate, but now that the um, agreement has been reached, he's back in again. He will be dancing on Dancing with the as Stars. As he should, you know. And it will premiere as scheduled on Tuesday of next week. Yep. So if you're so inclined, you know who else is dancing Dancing with the Stars? What? Greg Brady himself. Is he? Yes. He should win. Um, right? What's his name? Williams. I don't know his real name. It's uh, Greg Brady. No, he's, he's Williams. Williams. Williams Williams? <laughs> no, William that, H. Williams? That, William W. Williams. That'd be a ridiculous William name. William Williams. Barry. Barry Williams, a.k.a. Greg Brady. Okay. Also dancing. I don't know his real name. Taylor Swift? Ooh. Is she or not dating Travis Kelsey yes, of, of Kansas City Yes, of course they're dating. This is great because she's going to break up with him. Just before the playoffs, he's going to be all sad and be moping and dropping balls uh, and stuff and everything. Wish. It's all part of a bigger plot. It's not a part of a bigger plot. People are speculating when they saw her at the game and then they saw her again with him coming out of the locker yeah, room area. How did she get from the family suite down to the locker room? Probably an no elevator. No one saw her. An elevator nope, or Because people were outside the door <laughs> of the suite waiting for oh, her so to come out. there's a special Kelsey tunnel? She was going to be mobbed. No, they've discovered how she did it. How? If you look at the footage, someone who works there at the stadium as a giant metal container that's supposed to hold popcorn. They put her in the container? They put her inside the container My and wheeled God. her out. That is the, con the conspiracy theory. Because there's a giant hefty bag-sized bag of popcorn sitting on top of the metal container. So obviously there's... So not... what's inside the metal popcorn carrier? First of all, what a miserable existence that must be. Kidding me? That'd be fun. That'd be awful. Riding around, no, shaking in a popcorn container. No, you can't go outside. Container. Well, she should have thought of that before she became an Eagles fan. Before she got fan. off. Because that's why everybody wants to talk to her, because of her Eagles fan. Because she's a faux Eagles fan. She's now a, she's a faux Chiefs she's fan. She's a full Eagles fan. She's not. She's, she's not. She was just fucking kissing ass to the crowd that she was in front of. It's a sucker punch, man. Oh, you don't dude, see it coming, you're man. You're so easily fooled. David Tennant is returning as the Doctor, Doctor Who. He was the 10th Doctor. Now he's returning for a very short period of time as the 14th Doctor as Doctor Who celebrates its 60th anniversary this year. They've just released a new trailer for the first of three special episodes. They're going to air in November on BBC and Disney+. Plus. Boy, it looks good. Not only is Tenet back as Doctor Who, but also Donna Noble has returned. Catherine Tate will play the role of Donna Noble, the sidekick to Tenet's Doctor. You didn't really watch any Doctor I Who stuff, I missed did the you? whole boat on Doctor Man, Who. so good, Missed Eddie. all of it. So good. Never caught it. Here's a little bit of the trailer. There's something so bad the TARDIS ran away. Yes. Then we go and kick it off! Yeah. Hmm. Something so scary the TARDIS ran away. The TARDIS is the phone booth thing, right? It's it's his it's his vehicle. It's a phone booth. It's not a phone booth. It appears to be a phone booth. So it's a phone booth. But it's actually Well, I appear to be me. But you're not bigger on the inside. I'm in, I you don't know that. I do know I that. I tuck it in. <laughs> you're not even <laughs> you're smaller on the outside, which is a very different thing. Ah, mm. oh, I can't wait for the return. Talking about the uh, Brady bunch and Barry Williams as Greg Brady. His TV sister, Eve Plum, who played Jan Brady on the show, is having a big auction. So if you're a Brady Bunch fan, here's your chance to get some one-of-a-kind Brady collectibles. Okay. She has got all of the stuff that she kept when she was original Brady, including the original pilot script signed with personal notes from everybody in the cast from the time when they shot the pilot. That's pretty cool. That is pretty that cool. That is pretty cool. For example, Mar uh, Maureen McCormick, who played Marcia, wrote on the cover of the pilot script, you're the nicest and sweetest sister I've had. I'm sure you will go far in acting. Best of luck. See you when we start shooting the shows. Wow. That's pretty cute. That's pretty cool. Uh, she also has all kinds of stuff, including a Super 8 camera that Robert Reed, who played the dad on the show, gave all of the kids because he took them on a trip to New York and then to London wow. on his own dime. Oh, he was like a dad. By all accounts, he was uh, very fatherly to the gang. Uh, Julian's Auctions is the name of the auction house. If you go there now, you can see all of the stuff she has um, up for auction from her life as a Brady, including the episode script, her episode script for the famous Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. That's, <laughs> that's got to be worth a couple bucks, right? 
New trailer has dropped for Squid Game, the reality show. Squid Game, the challenge, as it's so, called over there on Netflix. So is it is it fictional or non-fictional? It is a reality show. It's a real challenge. Oh, so it's a real, a real challenge. Not like the competition show. Game. Based, on based on the original Squid Game. Are people going to die? I, if they're not, I'm not watching. That's all I'm saying. That's the only reason to watch. And everyone's saying they have totally missed the point of Squid Game, which is it's horrible to watch people debase themselves and sell their soul in a vain attempt to try to win a jackpot of money yeah. on television to yeah. embarrass themselves. It was the premise of that show yeah. is how pathetic it was. Yeah. So Netflix says, oh, okay, let's get real people and put them on Netflix and force them to do horrible debasing things in order to try to win money. Yeah. They missed the whole point. Of course they did, because all they saw was Squid Game, how many people liked it. That's all they saw. They're like, oh, let's make this a reality show. Not why people liked it. 456 contestants will be competing from around the world to be the last person standing to collect a $4.56 million grand prize. So it's just any reality contest show. It's the biggest amount of money ever given away on a reality show, though. I'll have you know, Eddie Pence. Uh, who cares? Attention, players. You will now compete for our biggest cash prize in reality show history. You have got to be kidding me. Oh my God. $4.56 million. People do a whole lot worse for a whole lot less. So let's show everyone at their worst. What do you say? But there's no fear of death. I'll tell you, no, people had so, been hospitalized while they filmed this. They made them play red light, green light, and sub-zero temperatures, and people were getting injured, frostbite, and fatigue. Why are we doing this to people? Because we're we're getting to the Hunger Games, it man. It really it's is. Just like, around get, the corner. Like, what's wrong with people that they watch shit like that? There's a lot of controversy about the filming. People saying they were uh, seriously put in danger. Of course, the producers claim that they had all the appropriate safety procedures intact, but people were getting injured. It's going to get to the point where they have to kill people. Well, and then I'll watch. Then I'm in. Today's celebrity birthday is all these stars born on September 26th. Singer Cindy Heron of En Vogue is 62. Melissa Sue Anderson from Little House on the Prairie is 61. You didn't watch Little House on the Prairie. I missed that, I missed that one too. Oh, it looks so boring. Mary. Oh, I had a crush on Mary. through a field with a Oh, my God. I met her once. I was 11 years old, and we were my first trip to California. My dad got us a tour of Paramount Pictures Studios because he worked for Paramount. And they were shooting the interiors of Little House on the Prairie on the set. And there she was, Melissa Sue Anderson and I, our eyes locked. Pitched the tent. (laughs) 11-year-old you pitched the tent. She was very nice to me. Sure she was. I think there was a little something-something going on there. Sure, of course there was. Of course there was. Tracy Thorne of Everything But The Girl is 61. And I miss you Like the deserts miss the rain And I miss you oh, Like the deserts miss the rain Kent McCord of Adam 12 is 81 years old today. Sean Stockman of Boys to Men, 51. Robinson, the host of The Weakest Link, is 79. Remember The Weakest Link? I do. That's huge for a minute. It was white hot. For a minute. Everybody was going around saying, You are The Weakest Link. Goodbye. You are The Weakest Link. Goodbye. Goodbye. And then uh, what happened? People get bored. Move on. Something else came along. Linda Hamilton, 67 years old today. Singer Brian, what? Nothing. What? I was going to say Sarah Connor. Yeah. But then you... You were thought, moving forward, I so. thought people knew. I thought I people know. knew who she was. I don't know if they do. Well, now they do. They do. Sarah Connor from the uh, Terminator sure. franchise. Singer Brian Ferry, of course, from Roxy Music and his own successful solo career. He's 78 today. Oh, catch that buzz. Love is the dog I'm thinking of. Oh, can't you see? Love is the drug. 
Mary Beth Hurt is 77, and singer-guitarist Cesar Rosas of Los Lobos is 69. Standing there by the window, staring out at the night. You got so many troubles on your nervous mind. But don't worry, baby, it's gonna work out fine. And that's it for today's Celebrity Birthdays. I'm Ralph Garman. I walk the showbiz beat. And now, because it's Tuesday... It's time to turn on the TV. Here we go. You know what day it is. It's TV Tunes Tuesday. On today's Ralph Report. You like that, Eddie? I like that one. Yeah, I knew you would. TV Tunes Tuesday, when we do a deep dive into a classic TV theme song and the television show that first brought it to us. Uh, how appropriate today, after talking about Barry Williams being on Dancing with the Stars, about Eve Plum's personal items auction, the Brady Bunch house just sold the other day. That's true. For multi-million dollars. Three million something? 3.5 million, million I think. Like We're living in a brand new uh, Brady-sance, if you will. <laughs> hey, Ralph, Jason Cher, four-star from Covina. I uh, got a recommendation for TV Tunes Tuesday. I cannot believe you haven't done this one yet. Can't believe it. You even mentioned it like two or three times last week. You were involved with the stage production of this uh, version of this show. Um, I think it's kind of like a lame theme, but it's no. definitely iconic. I'm talking about the Brady Bunch. How have we not done the Brady Bunch? LMB. It seems like we missed some biggies. And I yeah. think back to the birth of this segment. I think we did a list of like the top 10 theme songs of all time. Something like that, yeah, yeah. And then we started taking suggestions for classic TV songs. So right. we never did, we never gave it the TV tunes right. treatment. Right. And I think it's past due that we finally do. Uh, the Brady Bunch, of course, a piece of Americana, not just a television show, ran on television from 1969 to 1974, but then, of course, lived on in syndication forever. That's where many of us first discovered it. I thought it was interesting to find out that it was never a ratings hit when it was on the air. Really? Never broke the top 30. Oh, my God, really? Lasted for five seasons. Had solid ratings, but was never a hit. Mm. Certainly wasn't a critical hit. When it first came on the air, one critic said it, the worst television show <laughs> has ever been. <laughs> and so I don't know why people became so attached. It's been so beloved for all these years. I guess syndication is what did it, right? Just I also think it's the it's comfort food yeah. for kids to watch, kids who pretty much more or less act like they do yeah. in a family setting. It I was, mean, I watched the reruns all the time when I was a kid. We yeah. all did. I think we're, I think it's going to, the love is going to die with us though. Because yeah. my, do, my daughter, I was like, let's watch the Brady Bunch. No, she has zero interest yeah. in the Brady Bunch. Yeah, yeah. Uh, 1966, Sherwood Schwartz, the producer, was coming off of his success of Gilligan's Island, and he read an article in the L.A. Times saying that 30% of all marriages in the United States have a child or children from a previous marriage. So he set about writing a show about two parents who bring together their respective families. Respective families. Uh, he pitched the idea to all big three networks, and they liked the idea, but they wanted to change a bunch of stuff, so he just put the script in a drawer and it wasn't until 1968 there was a movie called Yours, Mine, and Ours starring Henry Fonda and Lucille Ball with a similar premise about two parents getting married and bringing their families together. And it was a huge hit. And that's when ABC said, hey, remember that guy who was selling that TV series about the blended family? Yeah. Let's uh, buy that thing and put it on the air. The rest is history. The theme song, of course, we all know it by heart. It was written by Sherwood Schwartz himself, the creator of the series. He wrote the lyrics. Frank Duvall, the famous musician, wrote the music to it. In the first season, I don't know if people know this or not, the first season, it was sung by a professional singing group. A lot of people think the Brady Kids always sang it, but not in the first season. Here's season one's version of the Brady Bunch theme. Here's the story of a lovely lady who was bringing up three very lovely girls. All of them had hair of gold like their mother the youngest one in curls. It's the story of a man named Brady who was busy with three boys of his own. They were four men living all together, yet they were all alone. Till the one day when the lady met this fellow 
And they knew that it was much more than a hunch That this group must somehow form a family That's the way they all became the Brady Bunch The Brady Bunch, the Brady Bunch That's the way That band's name is the Peppermint Trolley Company. That's fitting for the time. If you ever need yeah. that in your trivia game, <laughs> you can have that in your back pocket. In the second season, the Brady Kids took over and they sang it for the remainder of the show. The only time there was another version produced is when the show went into syndication. And as I mentioned, it was wildly popular here in the United States, but not just here. It was also popular in the UK. It was very popular in Italy as well, surprisingly. Mm. And then also in West Germany. Really? Where the show was known as Drei Mädchen und Drei Jungen. Oh, I can't wait to hear this TV tune. Drei Mädchen und Drei oh. Jungen. Drei <laughs> Jungen. Which means three girls and three boys. Sure. Was the name of the show in West <laughs> Germany. And a popular website. <laughs> Whereas the Italian and the Spanish and the versions in other countries would use the original theme song right. with just subtitles. Oh. West Germany decided oh, to re-record so the Brady Bunch theme in their native tongue oh, of German. So beautiful. Which, once again, <laughs> like the Cheers theme, anytime they sing in German, it sounds vaguely militaristic, like men in brown shirts should be marching to this someplace. Oh. Here it is, the Brady Bunch theme in German. <laughs> drei Mädchen und drei Jungen. <laughs> Euch Geschichten von einer hübschen Dame, die drei Töchter hat. Fröhlich waren sie alle zwar, doch ohne Vati und des allein sein satt. Doch dann traf sie Mr. Brady, seine Jungen waren leider auch allein. Eine Mom, die fehlte ihnen, zum wirklich glücklich sein. Pretty sure they call Mr. Brady a Nazi in the middle of that. Mr. Nazi. He's the Nazis, Mr. Brady. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. There you go. Everything's better in German. So good. Including today's TV tune. Here we go. You know what day it is. It's TV Tunes Tuesday. On today's Ralph Report. Oh, I like that one. That's it for today's show, kids. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. Why don't you come back tomorrow? Mm. We're going to be here. Mm. If you got nothing better to do, we'd love to hang out with you. Uh, it's going to be a great show tomorrow. Wednesdays are always fun because sure. we have mm. Wang Whipper Wednesday. So we pull our wangs we pull out. Pull our wangs out. Whip and then we around. whip them. Ah! We just. No, we don't. We're never doing Wang Whipper Wednesdays. Let's ah, stop it. Ah, stop it. Uh, no, we do woo-woo Wednesday. Woo-woo Wednesdays? Where we uh, do whippets. Whippet uh, Wednesday. Whippet Wednesday. And we get a little woo-woo. And we whip our wieners. And we whip our wieners with, <sighs> after whippets and woo-woo. One hit wonder. You got that right! That's right. You'll one get hit one wonder day. Wednesday. Smash hit song. Artist, top of their career. <laughs> Over after mm, that. Poor guys. That's the, poor uh, girls. That's the brief explanation of that. But in order to join us, you got to take care of yourself, kids. Stay good in the hood. Because mm. life is life. And we want yours to be long, happy, and healthy. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Until we do, never forget. And please always remember, I love you. I mean it. Bye. Ha ha. So ha. Ha ha. Got it. Ha ha. Bye bye. Take a better dance now. Bye, Menon. Fuck off. <laughs>